The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the host, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Cover story. Cover a story or attain that coveted story. Get it? That is exactly what you want. Quoted as the expert, the story, headline, the spin. Every week, join us to talk about all things important to relating to the public. Your public. Craft your image. Promote your products. Create expert status. Become the buzz. Join us with the pros. PR 101. Crisis management. Media blitzing. It's all here on Cover Story. We're reserving a headline for you. Hello, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babbitt of WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome to this edition of Cover Story. Uh, I'm extremely sad that my co-host, Jian Wei of PR Web, will not be joining us today. Um, but I have to give him kudos. He uh, flew the coop in Washington, D.C., got out of the cold weather, and uh, I think he's enjoying a couple of days off. So congratulations to Xi'an. Um, we're chilly here in Florida, but I have no right to complain because the rest of the country is miserable. Um, anyway, we've got a very interesting guest today. Our featured guest is Paul Cheney, the social media handyman. He's a veteran internet marketer, business blogger, popular speaker, social media consultant, and coach. Um, currently, he's the interactive um, internet marketing director for Bazooka Web Design Content Management and Online Marketing Company based in Lafayette, Louisiana. And he's also the author of The Digital Handshakes, Seven Proven Strategies to Grow Your Business Using Social Media, published by Wiley. We love the people at Wiley. And it's also, of course, available at Amazon and wherever books are sold. Welcome, Paul. Well, thank you. Uh, you're going to be... I'm, I'm, I'm going to make you my like official introducer from now on that was great <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you for the opportunity to be on i appreciate it very much this is terrific well we're happy to have you here so i'm, assu I'm assuming that's the peanut gallery then Yes, yes. I, I, I'm performing in front of a live studio. We're going to have the laugh track on, you know. <laughs> so, okay. so let's let let's talk social media. What makes you a social okay. media? My favorite subject. Absolutely, absolutely. What makes you a social media expert? Well, as you already noted in the introduction, uh, I'm known as a social media handyman. I really refrain from using the term expert, uh, and I do so for a couple of reasons. Number one, this medium is still so young. I don't know that, you know, that coveted title, if you would, probably belongs to only a handful, and I certainly am not going to suggest that I uh, should be numbered among them. So I prefer the term handyman um, <laughs> because I'm in the process of learning and just teaching others what I, what I learn along the way. Uh, you know, if someone else wants to refer to me in the, uh, you know, sort of with those kind of guru or expert accolades, that's fine, but... Mm -hmm. um, Again, I prefer just to call myself the handyman, as it were. There you go. There you go. Well, that, that's it. Was actually it was very interesting because I was having a conversation with my producer prior to the show, and I said, you know, getting a little sick and tired of these people calling themselves, and, and it was like verbatim what you just said. You know, people are calling themselves social media experts, and you know, Twitter's been around what three years and has become popular in the past year and a half. 
And I think, you know, just using one form of, so you know, example of social media. And I think there's a lot of very bright people out there that have figured out ways to, in a, you know, and I'm using this word in a positive way, exploit it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's yep. still in its infancy. So well, it is, <laughs> and you know, I, I tend to think that the people who really do qualify as experts probably don't refer to themselves in that light, and those that do probably don't, you know, for the most part, don't deserve the title. Um, you know, so uh, that's kind of where I stand on it. I, I just think uh, we're all in the learning process. Some of us are a little farther down the line than others, but I think, uh, you know, to me. The beautiful thing about this medium, one of the things that I so enjoy about it, is that it, you know, it's a it's a perfect medium for sharing. And so, I just take what I learn. I mean, for example, just if you don't mind, um, I, I learned a little something from my wife, who would certainly not consider herself a social media expert, about how to use Facebook for marketing. And I blogged about it on uh, my blog. And you know, so I'm just taking what I learned from wherever I can learn it, and then passing that along to others. And you know, so just having this kind of working knowledge about some things. Now, you know, admittedly, there are a few things I'd like to think that I know, uh, you know, uh, have some pretty intrinsic knowledge about. I mean, blogging, for one, for example. But, again, just the, the whole title business is uh, a bit, uh, you know, it, uh, overdone. Over, uh, overworked you know what? to me. And, and I, I, don't, I don't even uh, care to go there, as it were, you know. Well, you know what? At the end of the day, I, 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 I like... I'm in the same mindset that you are. If you're an expert, if you truly are an expert, you really don't need to run out there and tell people. They'll tell you because you're giving them actionable information that's going to affect their bottom line. Period. The end. I agree with you. You know, if you're the prom queen, good for you, but you shouldn't run around asking people, do you think I'm the prom queen? I think I should be the prom queen. Don't you think I'm the prom queen? You know. So, um, although, of course, we'd probably have to shave your legs and put you in a dress for that, which would be a completely different radio show than this one. Yeah, I'm having flashbacks to junior high. Actually, when when that was uh, when you became a fre- uh, was a freshman, I think that was the uh, kind of the uh, thing that they did back in my <laughs> school many 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 years ago. Not I don't know many if they years. Did that sort of thing anymore, but uh, <laughs> they did. Then. It was kind of a hazing, but yeah, we had to show up in a dress and everything on uh, the first day of school. So anyway, send me those pics. I I, I would find them quite humorous. Uh, thankfully, this you know long before the days of Facebook or digital photography or anything like that and hopefully none of those uh, photos uh, exist but um, you know peradventure some might uh, can we change the subject by the way <laughs> no I'm enjoying this Paul <laughs> it's my and, show and by, by the way we had just just for grins we had to wear an onion on a lanyard around our neck and then actually take a bite from it it was it was really the cruelty to us, uh, to we oh. freshmen. You know. But you know what, man? It gave you strength and confidence and fortitude for the future. You, you Actually, would... it scarred me for life, if you want to know the truth. But, uh, you know, um, we learn from uh, these things and, and hopefully grow from them. So let me ask you a question. Uh, I can pretty well tell you I've never been in a dress since that time, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> um, I, you know what, we, we will change subjects because I'm going to end up having too much yeah, fun with this conversation. I, I, I'm, I have to be honest <laughs> with you, I'm, I'm a little concerned that maybe my brother, might, who is an avid photographer and sort of our family historian, might actually go back through and try to find some uh, uh, video or uh, uh, photos of some of that. So. so if your brother's the good brother that he should be and is listening to this... Um, What's your brother's name? Uh, his name is Alex. That was silly of you to tell me. Alex, 
Um, my email address is Brandy with a Y. I'm trying to go with that sweet and intoxicating thing. It's Brandy at WebmasterRadio.fm. Feel free to send me any videos or pictures of of Paul in the dress. Well, he's, he's, he will most likely post them to Facebook if he can find anything, because that's usual. That's his normal practice. <laughs> there you go. Let's do this. We, 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 we've had some fun. I think everyone can tell um, our handyman, Paul, has a, has a personality and a pulse. We like that. Um, but we'll take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to delve into the world of social media and how it can make a positive impact for you. Um, whether you're looking to enhance your personal uh, persona or help uh, create, define, refine, and uh, gain some market dominance. We'll be right back. Sit tight and don't move. Cover Story. We'll be back after this short break. So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local pages affiliate network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. But first, let's work on that tee shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. If yes, yo, pay me. No if, ands, or maybes. Get paid daily. Make a mad dash. Sign up is a flash. Quickly convert the clicks into cash. Affiliate marketing network is first place. I cut to the chase. It's all performance based. Listen to what I'm telling you. Cause this what you better do. Join as a publisher and maximize your revenue. Think we agree that money is what you need. Indeed, you can get paid from sales and leads. Not one thing lacking. Don't get it cracking. Even comes with state of the art tracking. Ready to start? You can do it a couple ways. 866-XY7-PAYS. It's toll free. Tell me what you waiting on. So log on to XY7.com. Anyway, I ask. That's right, ma'am. Anyway, you ask. Let me get this straight. If I wanted your CEO to deliver my check while juggling flaming machetes on the back of an Asian elephant, all I have to do is ask? Correct. With in-demand affiliates, you can tell us exactly how you want your payouts, and we will deliver. God, uh, could you hold on for a second? Someone's at the door. Wow, you aren't kidding. We are in demand. You can be too. Sign up today at the letter ndemandaffiliates.com. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. Inbox, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hello, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babbitt of WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome back to this edition of Cover Story. Our featured guest today is Paul Cheney, the social media handyman. He's also the Internet Marketing Director for Bazooka and, of course, the author of The Digital Handshake, Seven Proven Strategies to Grow Your Business Using Social Media. Welcome back, Paul. Well, thank you. Great to be here. This is terrific. Now, I I understand we're on a, a bit of a time crunch, so what I'd like to do is get through as much information as possible so um in a short order 
so let's take a look at the work that you're doing perhaps for your comp for your company mm-hmm. how are you guys um, employing social media like what are your goals in utilizing social media for the company that you work for well I think uh, and keep in mind we're a small business so mm-hmm. um, one of the benefits of using social media is that it is, uh, you know, relatively low-cost medium. That's not to say it's a no-cost medium, but um, many of the channels that we use, such as Facebook and Twitter and even blogging, for example, you know, are either low or no-cost in of themselves. Obviously, time is a cost. Is money, yep. Is the primary cost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, time is money. But we use it as part of an overall marketing strategy. I would, I wish I could tell you that it's our exclusive marketing strategy, but it is not. We still have boots in the sand in terms of uh, salespeople who, you know, make those cold calls and do that kind of direct uh, face-to-face kind of selling. We also uh, use other forms of uh, marketing, such as email. Much mm-hmm. of our marketing, though, is reserved to online. We put an emphasis on search marketing, uh, primarily SEO, but also uh, some pay-per-click work from time to time. Mm-hmm. But social media is a fit, you know, in with that overall plan and we really try to present ourselves in uh, you know as uniform a way as possible that is to say if we're doing something by email perhaps we'll repurpose that content on our company blog mm-hmm. or we'll post it to our Facebook fan page or I'll tweet about it whatever you know we just make sure that the message that's heard in one channel is also the message that's heard perhaps in another channel now to say we do that um, you know, 100% of the time, that's not necessarily the case. Uh, I think one of the things with social media, because there are so many ways that you can slice and dice it, you know, sometimes you, you kind of get in the midst of the forest and you, uh, you know, you don't see the forest for the tree. You know? mm-hmm. And uh, uh, I find myself doing that sometimes. But I think for our sake as a company, and, you know, this perhaps is good advice for other small businesses as well, particularly if you have a limited marketing budget and who doesn't these days, you know, look at social media as a channel that you can integrate uh, with others and, you know, that can complement other approaches that you do, whether they be online or offline. And uh, so that's our, you know, that's our approach uh, from a company standpoint. Okay. So first of all, A, I commend you because we're all about uniformity and messaging. Yep. You you know, and I think it's important when you're a smaller company and especially in a competitive market which you are in a competitive marketplace to have oh, that yeah, right absolutely. to have that that uniformity across the board each time you know with, through all of the different marketing avenues if you're if you're touching other people or maybe you're touching people multiple times like mm-hmm. me I was going to say something perverse well, but, and, but, and but too, you know one of the things and I think <laughs> this applies whether you're mm-hmm. a small company or you're you know a fortune 500 company mm-hmm. Uh, to become a social media responsive organization. I mean, if you, you know, a lot of people think, well, you know, for me, I'm sort of, in some respect, the designated social median in our company. But one of my goals, particularly, is to get other people, you know, involved in tweeting and, uh, you know, using Facebook from a business uh, development standpoint and or blogging or other things like that. Because one of the dangers, I think, and I, I don't know this is, totally a negative thing but there is some negative connotation to it is that if you are you know the single person in your company that is doing this stuff you tend to build a personal brand that sometimes supersedes you know the company brand and i i think there's a bit of a a danger there now and personally i believe that people respond to other people 
via social media better than they do to brands. So it's all about you know person to person interaction and and communication and such. But at the same time, there has to be some balance between building the company and the persona and, and the persona of the person and building an individual brand. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, you do need to think about things that, God forbid, if you're utilizing one person to represent your company, if they got hit by a bus tomorrow. Well, that's right. You know. <laughs> there goes your whole social media plan. But, you know, just as case in point, I mean, this has happened in the last couple of days. Forrester, you know, everybody knows Forrester, the, the research uh, mm-hmm. company, has basically redirected their analysts to blog only on the Forrester blog platform. So there's no more... Uh, you know, blogging on your own personal blog and doing analysis kinds of stuff there, you know. So, and, and I look at Forrester kind of um, as a bit of a poster child of this personal brand building versus company brand building uh, sort of balance, you know, because you had people like Jeremiah Aoyang and Charlene Lee and others, and I love these people. I think they're incredibly smart, and, and those people do qualify as gurus or experts, but, you know, they, they built up a very personal, strong personal brand. And I think Forrester kind of took a look at that and said, "Uh, we might need to uh, kind of rein some of that Mm -hmm. in a little bit, you know. And I I think that's something that every company, again, large or small, has to consider. How how are we going to approach this social media thing from the standpoint of who's doing it, who's engaged Mm -hmm. in it? And, you know, are they doing it under the uh, auspices of the company or actually under the... uh, umbrella of the company in the sense that, you know, all blogging is done on the company blog, for example. Well, I think, you know, first of all, I think all of, a lot of this has evolved very, very quickly. So I think a lot of companies, large or small, um, relied on people who took the initiative to go out there and participate. Mm-hmm. And I think at first, there was a lot of... Um, you know, people who who thought, wow, isn't that great? You know, you work for someone like Kodak or HP, some massive company, but wow, like, you know, a middle manager loves the company so much that they're out there blogging and Twittering and, you know, that that is a reinforcement to the fact that this is a good company. They're doing good works. Their employees are happy. So let's go and support them. And now I think companies are taking a look and saying, we're responsible for what they're saying. And maybe people who have um, employees who have great talents are also afraid that if they put themselves so far out there, you know, they're funding someone else to potentially start their own company. So there's a lot of different facets involved when it comes to, you know, who's controlling this internally, who's approving the messaging that's going out, what, you know, what's too much information, what's too little information. Yeah, and, and, you know... uh, Certainly, this medium is evolving and maturing, and I mean, you've just sort of alluded to a bit of a, you know, that maturation process. The thing that I'm concerned about, though, is that there might be, uh, you know, I mean, let's put it this way: communication basically uh, has experienced a polarity shift. You know, communication, business communication, mm-hmm. was used to be very top down, right? You mm-hmm. know, command and control, hold that message close to the vest. But, you know, with the advent of social media and these tools that we have available to us, everyone has available, obviously, uh, you know, now it's bottom-up kinds of communication. And my concern um, is that companies might be a little bit too aggressive in trying to clamp down on some of the uh, the freedom that people are experiencing in using things like Facebook, Twitter, blogs, etc. And I hope that, you know, the pendulum doesn't swing back to where there's, you know, this real tight kind Lockdown. of control environment, because to me, that would 
only uh, really constrain the vitality that social media has brought to this, you know, peer-to-peer uh, you know, form of communication. Yeah, well, and it's nice too when you can find people in a, in a position of, of true collaboration. Mm-hmm. You exactly, know. and you know, there's, and but I'm encouraged that companies really are not only taking a hard look at this, but but you know, taking some uh, you know smart tactics and going down uh, you know good positive avenues in incorporating social media and opening up you know the firewall so that their employees, for example, can have access to. Uh, to some of these tools, and you know, I think uh, you know it's it's only going to get better. Hopefully, we're all experimenting a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. we're just learning as we go. So sometimes we're going to, you know, take a wrong term or, or, or turn or step in a pothole or something. But um, you know, uh, I, again, I'm I'm encouraged that companies are building you know purposefully and with intentionality uh, a social media strategy, and not only in terms of sales and marketing, but uh, you know, customer service or product development mm-hmm. or any number of uh, uh, channels or divisions, you know, right. within a company, right? Seeing Abs- its usefulness in all of those respects, right? Absolutely. Let's do this. Let's take a, a quick break. We're rounding into our our final segment, but l- let's take a look from a granular level of of social media okay. and about you know creating sort of a ground floor plan and defining how you can you know because most of our listeners are are actually you know they utilize social media which is phenomenal but let's take a look at the various ways you can utilize social media in a way that's going to help grow your company and give you what I call world domination (laughs) okay Okay, so we come back Paul Cheney and I we're going to dominate the world we'll be right back after this commercial break sit tight and don't move cover story we'll be back after this short break This is a test of the PR Web content and news delivery system from PR Web and PRWebAuthor.com. If this was a real release date, your story would reach more than 30,000 journalists, 250,000 RSS subscribers, and just over 30,000 unique websites. PR Web can reach your target audience online, drive traffic to your website, achieve high rankings on search engines, and get your content on top news sites like Yahoo News. Editors are available 24-7 to help you optimize your content for maximum maximum exposure to over 70 million people in the U.S. alone. If this were a real PR web release date, your website would have so much traffic, you'd be tempted to duck and cover. If you have an online marketing emergency, go to prwebauthor.com for 25% off. PR Web, the premier online release news and content distribution service. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. What is this? Why is my website not ranking higher? Sounds like you could use a link building report from SEOfox.com. What's that? You can't rank without good backlinks. And SEOfox.com's link building report lets you enter domains and compare their backlinks. It gives a detailed report that shows you why each domain ranks where it does, and it reduces the time it takes to find more links. With SEOfox.com's link building report, you can find more links, use their search marketing services to find more links, or better yet, they could even build your own backlinks. So you think you're pretty sly with that SEOfox link building report. 
<laughs> Sly like a fox. Get your link building report today at seofox.com. That's seofox.com. Please hold while we connect you to one of the most sought-after experts in SEO, analytics, and web development. Office Hours with Vanessa Fox, Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Commercials off. Now back to Cover Story, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host. Hello, everyone. This is Brandy Shapiro-Babbin of WebmasterRadio.fm. We are winding down. We're in our final segment uh, for this edition of Cover Story. And again, our featured guest is Paul Cheney, the social media handyman, a veteran internet marketer, business blogger, popular speaker, social media consultant, and coach. He's also the marketing director for Bazooka, web design, content management, and online marketing company in Lafayette, Louisiana. And uh, he's... He's also the author of The Digital Handshake, which you can get on Amazon. And wherever, is that really real, wherever books are sold? Well, almost. Uh, <laughs> without naming names, there is one fairly large regional chain that's not carrying the book in the store yet, and I have griped about that publicly to them uh, via Twitter, but uh, hopefully even they will begin carrying it. But, you know, Barnes & Noble's Borders carries it in the store and online. Um, and of course, Amazon. You know, it can, you can get it there. And then a lot of independent booksellers, I, I noticed, are carrying it as well. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I don't know if the stats have changed, but I think it's something like two hundred eighty thousand books in the U.S. are published and placed on shelves. Yep. Each it's year. Incredible the amount of content, even just about social media. And it seems like Wiley, bless their hearts wants to own that space because I know when my book uh, you know went live in uh, September of last year it was right in the same time frame as time frame as uh, social nomics as trust agents let's see there was another one or two that came out about that same time and then other publishers as well uh, you know producing great books and they're all great books I mean I've read most of them or at least parts of most of them and I would recommend any number of them to folks, so it's it's good content that's being written. It's just a lot of it. No, see, I was going in the opposite direction. It's two hundred eighty thousand books that are published per year. I mean, that, that we're talking romance novels, we're talking how-to books, yep. we're talking. Yep. That is not. So I was actually giving you kudos that your book got published. That's not well, a lot. Uh, oh well, thank you. Yeah, uh, you that's know, not a lot. I missed that one. That's okay. Uh, <laughs> I'll, 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 let yeah, me help you accept a compliment. How that book got published, but I'm so grateful that uh, Wiley was willing to uh, trust me to do it, and, and um, you know, good, good. So, you know, w- let's let's close, if you will, okay, mm-hmm. with a with a case study. Okay. Okay, and I'm going to ask you to pick one of four topics. All Either right. a company that it has launching and is trying to take a look at the landscape to understand who their competitors are, um, you know, how they should posture themselves, how they should differentiate themselves, or a company that's already existing and is looking to maybe launch some new products and services and wants to make sure that, you know, like they're not just throwing spaghetti up against the wall, but they're launching something that's solid. I'll just leave it at two. All right. You choose. Okay. Uh, Well, let's... uh so the first scenario is a new company. Is that what you were saying? Mm-hmm. 
All right, Brand and they spanking. want to use social, and they want to use social media purposefully, as it were. Yes. Um, okay. Well, and and I'm assuming when we say in case study, we're not. I'm not going to have to go out and actually think of an actual company. We're speaking somewhat euphemistically. At least I hope we are. But let me just give you what I believe to be, uh, you know, a good strategy, certainly an acceptable strategy for social media engagement that is applicable whether you're a new company or you're an established company looking to uh, incorporate that channel. First of all, in its three words, I'm a simple guy, so anything I share is going to be fairly simple. It's listen, engage, and measure. Listen, engage, and measure. Listening is the new marketing. If people are talking, and they are, and they're using the channels of social media uh, to, you know, voice their concerns, state their opinions, et cetera, et cetera, then we, if we're going to be responsible uh, marketers, we've got to pay attention to what they're saying. So it starts with listening. That means you've got to monitor your brand, products, services, industry, competition. You know, if it's a new market that you're entering or it's a new product that you're developing, you still you got to go out there and you got to start by listening. And there's any number of ways to do that, from kind of the do-it-yourself approach with Google News Alerts or Twitter Search, all the way to some fairly expensive and, and uh, very comprehensive technology that can really cover that space for you. But once you start listening, listening then is your key to engagement because what are you listening for? You're listening to who's doing the talking, what they're saying, and where they're saying it. So should I be on Facebook? Well, there are 350 million, maybe over 400 million now who are on Facebook, so probably that's a given. But are they, are you being talked about on Facebook, you know, uh, Twitter, whatever yeah, But let me ask be. you a question. How do you create the mm -hmm. stickiness? Like take Facebook, for example. You throw up a fan page or you throw up a company page. Yep. What, you know, and you invite a bunch of people. Now they're there. How do you create okay. the stickiness that creates that community that either A, you know, has them evangelize you, B, you know, you're utilizing them um, as beta testers or, or focus groups or, right? Because just right. throwing up a page and putting your crap up isn't going to do much for you, right? You can be like, woo well, I got 800 fans, you know? Great. Yeah, I, I've always believed that, you know, the best way to do this in, in terms of social media is to uh, take a Dale Carnegie approach, you know, how to win friends and influence people. And uh, I think, you know, you've got to pay attention to what other people want, need, or interested in and then res be responsive to that. And you can do that on your Facebook fan page. You can do that through Twitter. You can do that, obviously, you know, through a blog, that kind of thing. But it, it is paying attention to other people, becoming a resource that they would appreciate and would then hopefully, obviously, share, uh, you know, with their friends and family. And the average Facebook user, I understand, has about 130 uh, people in their, you know, network of friends and family. So you only get a handful of those. That's, that's still, uh, you know, pretty good penetration. Now, as, in terms of you know, really building an engaging Facebook strategy. I think it's twofold. Number one, obviously, as a business, you need to have a Facebook fan page because that's one of the few legitimate ways that a business or company can have a presence on Facebook. But you need to also think about your employees, um, customers, others who have personal profiles there and really reach out to them and say, become fans and help us evangelize you know, our message to your uh, friends and family and such. So I think it's a matter of not only having great content and keeping that content updated with some degree of frequency and inviting others to interact with you. That means opening up your fan page so that others can post and contribute. You know, content as mm -hmm. well. Absolutely. Make it a truly interactive medium. Mm -hmm. But also think about, you know, um, uh, connecting with those employees, 
your customers, who particularly are real fans of yours, obviously, and getting them on board with you, and then they become the evangelist for you. And that's kind of, if you think of it in sort of a concentric circle sort of way, you know, the hub, the inner circle is the fan page, but that next circle are those employees who are often a company's greatest spokespeople, right, and greatest salespeople, um, even if whether they're salesmen or not, uh, you know, your customers who really appreciate what you do, mm-hmm. they're happy to help you get your message out there. So to it me, benefits that's that them as well. first circle, as it were. Which, which, is, which is great. I like to look at this as like one of those delicious dessert torts because they're layered and you can slice it a million different ways. And I think that's how people really need to take a look at social media. Paul Cheney, thank you so much for your contribution today. Hopefully we'll have you back again as a guest. And um, yeah, please take uh, take the radio show uh, that we produce for Webmaster Radio and and put it on your fan page. And, uh, you know, the URL and your Twitter accounts and all that good stuff. There you go. Well, we're we're social media in the making. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thank you. All right. I enjoy it. Um, Adam, if you're out there listening, send me those. Send me those pics. I want to have some fun. Well, that would be Alex, but uh, Sorry, don't, Alex. Don't, don't encourage him too much, please. Oh. Um, everyone, thank you again for joining us for this edition of Cover Story. And stay tuned because we've got some more really fabulous radio shows all led by industry leaders to help you make sure that you meet and exceed your goals with your business because that's what Webmaster Radio is all about. It's free, it's fabulous, and it's for you.